Most of us find ourselves in this Groundhog Day state more than we would like. How do we break free from this spin cycle? The answer is focus. It's that simple, but it's not that easy. Welcome back to the Super You Podcast. It's the podcast designed to unlock and unleash your inner superpower. I'm Jake with Equalman Studios. Here is your quote of the week. The price of anything is the amount of life you exchange for it. Today's episode was chosen by you. You all voted for this episode with your plays and your downloads. We're reposting our top performing episode from 2022. Last year on the podcast, we gave away free snippets from Eric Qualman's new book, The Focus Project. So essentially, we gave away the audible version of the book for free, breaking it up into 10 to 20 minute segments. And this segment, titled Less is More, was our top performing episode of last year. We hope it helps you out. I can tell you personally, I live by some of the tips and tricks found in this book. For example, in the book, Eric writes about multitasking. He explains how our brains aren't actually equipped to multitask, and in fact, whenever we're attempting to do this, we're actually switch tasking. And this can be really draining for your mind and your body. Your IQ can actually temporarily drop by 15 points when you're switch tasking. So as a result, you're actually getting less done as opposed to single tasking, just taking everything one step at a time. So that's just one example of how The Focus Project has helped me out. The book is available on Amazon. It's called The Focus Project by Eric Qualman. And today's episode of the Super You Podcast is a free segment from the book. Enjoy. How would the person I wish to be act today? Making the Donuts. Dunkin' Donuts produced a television commercial so successful that the company decided to make over 100 slightly different versions. People would get up early in the morning and humorously repeat its popular tagline to their roommate or spouse. Eventually, this catchphrase even became the title of the company founder's autobiography. The star of the Dunkin' Donuts commercials was a character named Fred the Baker, played by actor Michael Vail. Vale and his character, Fred the Baker, were so beloved that when Vale decided to retire, market research studies indicated the public didn't want Fred the Baker to go. In response, the company hosted a retirement party and parade for Fred in Boston, giving away nearly six million donuts. The highly successful campaign led to an additionally accepted spelling of donuts, D-O-N-U-T-S. In over 100 advertisements, the fatigued baker says the famous line, time to make the donuts. Sleepy Fred the baker slowly rises and wills his body out of bed for another day of donut making. A popular spot features Fred shuffling out of the house mumbling, time to make the donuts. Each time he exits his front door early in the morning, he moans, time to make the donuts. And each time he returns at night, he says, I made the donuts. Every time the door opens, the weather or time is different. Sunny, stormy, snowy, autumn, windy, dusk, dawn, midnight. But nothing stops Fred from making the donuts. After Fred leaves and returns home numerous times, 
The ending sequence shows Fred leaving his house, then bumping into Fred returning. The words also colliding, time to make the donuts. I made the donuts. His world is literally upside down. He doesn't know if he's coming or going. Is he about to go make the donuts or has he already made them? Viewers could easily relate to Fred. In some form or fashion, viewers saw Fred the Baker in their own lives. While we can identify with Fred's situation, we don't love this type of daily vertigo. It's unpleasant being so busy that we don't know up from down. Is it time to make our donuts or did we already make them? I answered 150 emails yesterday, so how can there possibly be 150 more to answer today? Didn't I answer them all? So many of us seem to be living this Fred the Baker life day after day, after day, year after year. We're letting life happen to us. Instead, we should be protecting certain items as non-negotiable. T-shirts with slogans like seize the day, you only live once, seem trite, but they're right. I, like many others, wasn't prioritizing my life. People such as Michelle Obama and Warren Buffett discovered this early on. If they didn't prioritize their time, others would be more than happy to gobble it up by prioritizing it for them. Either you run the day or the day runs you, says Jim Rohn. My world was upside down, just like Fred the Baker's life. I didn't know whether I was coming or going, and as a result, my work, family, faith, health, everything was suffering. Your version of making the donuts might look something like this. You get up late because you went to bed late. You just had to answer that last email. Since you got up late, there's no time to go to the gym. One of the kids makes a mess in the kitchen while the other can't find his shoes. You discover after 10 minutes the shoes were left on this back porch and are drenched from last night's rain. You frantically dry them with your hair dryer while reaching to clean up the mess in the kitchen. You're out the door 15 minutes later than expected, putting you in the heart of rush hour traffic, taking you twice as long to get to the office. You arrive later to work than you wanted. You thought you'd have time to tackle what you needed to tackle before your first meeting, but by being late, your time has vanished. Two unexpected meetings get added to your plate. You're in meetings from 9 a.m. until 3.45 p.m. At 3.46 p.m., a coworker drops by to chat, asking for your help. You shoo him out of your office, finally at 4.26, and you fiercely start attacking all the emails that piled up while you were in meetings. You're exhausted, arriving late for your kid's soccer game. You'll have to work after dinner before putting the kids to bed. As your head hits the pillow, it's much later than you want it to be. You're surprised that your pillow doesn't catch on fire because your hair certainly has from your crazy, hectic, awful day. Wash, rinse, and repeat. Like the Donuts Man or Bill Murray in the movie Groundhog Day, you may be falling into an unenjoyable pattern. In Groundhog Day, Bill Murray's character finds himself in a parallel universe, living the exact day, day after day. Most of us find ourselves in this Groundhog Day state more than we would like. How do we break free from this spin cycle? The answer is focus. It's that simple, but it's not that easy. To focus in this unfocused world seems impossible. In the pages ahead, let's figure out how to do it. Let's figure out how to focus. Hey, this is Andrew. Today's review is from Fernando Chevry. Love the format and listen to it on the way to work. I love the seven super tip episodes as well as when the host gives us insights on shows covering topics like side hustle or public speaking. Thanks again for the review, Fernando, and keep those reviews coming. 
Quote, serving others is the rent we paid to be here on earth, Justin Timberlake. Less, but better. German designer Dieter Rams is considered one of the best industrial designers of the 20th century. He is credited with hundreds of iconic products, everything from the Oral-B toothbrush to home audio equipment, brawn coffee makers to calculators. He has inspired a generation of world-renowned designers, including Apple's famed designer, Johnny Ive. His secret? Rams firmly believes that good design involves as little design as possible. Rams described his approach with the German phrase, Winniger aber besser, less but better. Rams' intention, to design an experience that was simple and effortless. Imagine taking this less but better approach to our life design. Focus on its double meaning. By doing less, we can improve our endeavor because we gain time and energy for that endeavor. By doing less, we will have less stress, less frenzy, and therefore a better life. When I feel overwhelmed, I remind myself of Ram's philosophy, Benegar aber besser, less but better. I have been blessed with what modern society would deem a successful career. Certainly part of the success is my ability to focus better than most. That being said, I would have given myself a focus grade of a D-. Imagine how much more fulfilled and happy I could be if I increased my focus from a D- to a B+, A-, or even an A+. Ignorance wasn't the issue. I'd read numerous articles and books about the importance of being focused. So why wasn't I practicing it? Why wasn't I implementing it on a day-to-day basis? Why aren't you? Focusing is similar to getting into better shape. Information isn't the issue. We know the simple formula. Eat better plus exercise equals a healthier life. We have the knowledge, but that doesn't mean we are executing on it. Most successful entrepreneurs and people believe success has much less to do with the idea and everything to do with the execution. This is so true. Success is about developing consistent daily routines and habits versus relying on willpower. My mind raced around these thoughts until I hit something so captivating I couldn't let it go. For weeks, the idea kept popping into my head, but the thoughts seemed like pure fantasy, an impossibility. That's all for today's free clip from the Audible version of my new book, The Focus Project. I hope you enjoyed listening to today's Super You podcast. If you did and want to get the book either for yourself or someone you know in your family that you haven't seen for in a while, it makes a great gift. It would mean the world to me if you got the book because I think it's going to help so many people that are wrestling with how to focus in these ever increasingly and changing times. Anyways, this is Equal Man reminding all of us, it's not what we take from the world, it is what we leave behind. Seven. Six. Five. Four. Three. Two. One. Super, 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 super. Super you.